I'm tempted to talk about all sorts of things, but let's start by talking about the inflation numbers that came out yesterday. Yeah, Sakina, so uh, headline inflation in South Africa very, very marginally increasing um, year on year in December to 4.7% uh, for, from 4.6% the previous month. So a marginal increase, but I think the very good news, Sakina, is that inflation still remains very much moderated within South Africa. Um, you know, and if you look at inflation through the course of 2017, averaging, um, you know, within the 3 to 6% target band, coming in at about 5.6%. Um, and this is an improvement from 2016 where inflation averaged uh, 6.2% or up over 3 to 6% target band of the, of the South African Reserve Bank. Um, so, Sakina, I think, uh, you know, the, the case is starting to stack up for uh, the South African Reserve Bank to start supporting the South African economy. Um, obviously, they are exceptionally cautious and exceptionally hawkish. I mean, we saw at the last, uh, at the last Monetary Policy Committee meeting, they mentioned that even though, uh, even though the RAND has been quite strong and even though inflation is moderated, uh, they're still going to keep a hold on, on interest rates and not start cutting just yet to support the economy uh, because they are concerned about the future direction of inflation and they're worried about, um, you know, whether this is a temporary fall as a result of a low or high base effects rather because of uh, the food prices last year and because of the drought and the significant impact that had on grains prices in 2016. Um, you know, the, the, the Reserve Bank wants to see uh, whether this is a structural fall in inflation or rather just due to high base effects. Uh, but Sakina, you know, I think the fact that it's uh, been within the 3 to 6% target band throughout the year um, and average between the 3 to 6% target band throughout the year, rather, should I say, and the fact that we've got exceptionally weak economic growth, uh, the fact that business confidence is significantly improving in South Africa um, under the new leadership of Cyril Ramaphosa and that uh, the RAND has strengthened a long, long way since, uh, you know, the, the middle of December. Yes, we have had one NPC meeting, but even since that NPC meeting, the RAND has strengthened a further 2 or 3%. So, um, you know, I think all these factors are starting to, to, to align to a possible interest rate cut um, maybe at the next meeting and, uh, you know, hopefully we get somewhere between the region of uh, 25, between 25 and 75 basis points of uh, interest rate reprieve um, in, 25, in, in 25 basis points uh, increments um, over the next couple of months, which will hopefully assist the consumer and further add to this narrative of in, in improving economic growth, improving confidence in South Africa. And then uh, Richmond also in the news, uh, Nadir, about their latest acquisition. Yeah, Sakina, so, uh, you know, about a week ago, making the announcement that they're going to buy Yuke's Netta Porter. Um, essentially, what Yuke's Netta Porter is, for the listeners who, who are not familiar with the brand, is that it's a luxury online retailer. So, basically, they sell uh, luxury handbags, luxury clothing, luxury accessories um, online. So, a whole lot of consumers across the developed and emerging markets. In fact, China, quite a big part of, um, you know, where they do a significant part of their sales, given the rise of luxury demand in China. So, so, Sakina, uh, ultimately, Richmond paying 5 billion euros uh, for, for, for the, the, the taking over the company. Um, they paid a 26% premium uh, to its closing share price the day before the deal was, was finalized. Um, so, you know, obviously paying up quite a bit to, to develop the online presence. You know, Richmond has been a brand, it's been a company that has gone through mixed fortunes over the last couple of years, Sakina. Um, you know, they're obviously very, very strategic in the way that they allocate capital 
capital and they really invest for the long term and you know they, 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 that's sort of the, the, the mantra that they go by and um, you know if you look at luxury sales uh, across the world obviously in China with a clamp down in, 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 in corruption and that, and that sort of thing um, you know th there was a point where luxury watch sales in China was coming under severe pressure and we saw that being reflected in Richmond coming under severe pressure at one point their, their share price moderating below 90 rand a share um, it's now recovered all the way above 111 rand a share, but um, you know, and, and, and it's really been on the back of uh, improving demand out of China, slightly recovering, uh, you know, luxury demand, and obviously very strong free cash flow generation for the company. But the one thing that has been missing, Sakina, has been um, the, the, that lack of top line growth for the company, or significant top line growth in terms of, uh, you know, we and 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 I, su I suppose the reason has been um, that you know they haven't adopted the online presence. And I think, uh, you know, this foray into, into Uke's Netta Porter, um, you know, a company that they did own at one point and then sold it and now bought it back. And, um, you know, I suppose it's about uh, moving on to the online world. You know, we've seen the success of companies like Amazon. We've seen the success of companies like Alibaba in China. Um, you know, and, and uh, re online sales have really far outstripped store sales, even when it comes to luxury good items in the last couple of years in terms of growth rates. Um, you know, so you're talking about 30% growth in, in, uh, on a compounded annual basis in um, online luxury retail sales um, over the last five years. And, uh, you know, granted it is coming off quite a low base, um, but, you know, Richmond obviously wants to put their mark in the sand in terms of claiming a significant portion of that moving into the future. Um, and I think there is a bit of nervousness about did Richmond overpay for this deal? Obviously competition there is quite stiff, and, uh, you know, one thinks about um, – Amazon in particular, you know, they decide to enter the luxury goods markets, um, you know, that we see now they've uh, disrupted a lot of retail markets over the last couple of years. You know, we saw it when they purchased Whole Foods last year and the disruption that that caused amongst other food retailers. So if Amazon, because they ultimately they have the distribution channels, um, you know, and it's just about, uh, I suppose, branding a, a, a luxury part of their business or luxury concept of their business where they can sell these items. So, you know, one wonders about is there going to be increased competition there uh, in the future given the significant growth we've seen. That could put some pressure on the huge net supporter. But for the time being, Richmond bullish about uh, growing their top line through adding an online presence. And then just very briefly, Nadir, uh, can't not talk about the significant RAND strength that we've witnessed of late. Yeah, Sakina, I mean, it's been quite exceptional, hasn't it? We're talking about a 15% rally in the RAND, um, you know, peak to trap. And I think it's been driven by predominantly uh, increased confidence in the South African economy. I mean, if you look at net inflows into our equity market so far this year, we're talking about net inflows at their strongest since uh, 1998. So the strongest net inflows in something like uh, 20 years um, in the South African equity market. And it's really about that, that, that improving confidence. We see, uh, you know, the, the, the definitive steps taken to address the challenges in South Africa, particularly state capture and corruption. Um, you know, we're seeing a new board being announced at ESCOM, which obviously is massively is a massive injection for business confidence because that poses a systemic risk to the South African economy. Obviously, our inflation moderating does play a big role. And the final piece has been the big inflows on the back of improving confidence, Sakina. Um, you know, other emerging markets have been big beneficiaries of this over the last two years where they've seen net inflows into the equity markets and South Africa has seen a 
about $10 billion of net outflows from the equity markets to the end of uh, 2017 over a two-year period. So, um, you know, and the foreigners starting to buy again, that's obviously bidding up the currency. It's being reinforced by good. And these clouds still hanging over South Africa, and we can debate whether that downgrade axis is going is, is, is to drop or not. Uh, but for the time being, we, we basically living on uh, hyped-up confidence um, and, and, and steps taken in the right direction to incre- improve confidence. And I think the next leg up is going to have to be delivery, Sakina. So we'll wait and see how that pans out.